Hello, Senator. Welcome to Transplants, the podcast dedicated to and produced for the people who thrive and survive in a new city or state. I am your host, Alec Flynn. I am sitting on my balcony right now, which I pimped out with artificial turf from Home Depot. Look it up. It's only 14 feet for a yard. Definitely worth it. I mean, $14 a yard. How many... Uh, how many feet is three feet in the yard? It's pretty cheap. I'd say check it out. Um, I've returned from a weekend golf trip with a few qualms to speak on. I've spoken in one of the first episodes of this podcast about how hard it is making new friends in your city. Well, it's been two years in Denver. I've made the friends. I'm starting to think that was a mistake. A big mistake. Huge. This episode is dedicated to the things your friends do to ruin your life. We'll be reading your DMs and listening to a few voicemails. I don't know if there are any voicemails yet. Some people just decided to leave me Some people just decided to leave me uh, voice messages on Instagram. So I'm going to try and I don't know how I'm supposed to transcribe those. I mean, I maybe I'll just listen to them and then just repeat them. But uh, let me start with the car ride up to the golf trip. Now, we're all aware the aux cord is a contentious piece of equipment. He who controls the aux cord controls the mood. I love my music, but I'm also a man of compromise. I'm willing to hear any genre out there as long as you are nailing the vibe. I think that's so crucial. There's also a decorum and etiquette to controlling the aux cord. If you've ever watched Snapchat stories while on the aux cord... You should be thrown in jail. I'm trying to listen to music, not songs that sound like they were remixed by someone with Tourette's. All right, you're enjoying it until you hear, You want me? I want you, baby. My sugar poo. I'm an avocado toast. Taylor's birthday brunch. That's what I'm hearing. If you're also on the aux cord without a premium streaming service, you go to jail. Hey, did Jake from State Farm drop a new album, or are you just too cheap to be on the aux? We all have that friend in the group who also snatches the aux cord at every party, pregame, car ride, funeral. It's like, God damn it, I don't want to hear the baby, you know, while we're talking about my grandma. But it's just, they just, I refer to this person affectionately as the aux cord Nazi. They're going to wait a good two songs until they charge in like, no more sounds. I want Dua Lipa. I don't know. I'm just, this is, this is what happened to me. My buddy did that, and I'm just like, you know what, man? Like, it needs to be a good rotation. Someone gets four songs, another person gets four songs. We used to do two songs, but I don't want that many people touching one phone. That's a little gross. We get to our destination. We're out in western Colorado. Really fun two days of swinging the wrenches around. I played horribly, but hey, I also golf barefoot. I also... Um, just a side note, I always wonder why uh, Native American casinos um, had golf courses instead of lacrosse fields. I think it'd be pretty funny if you did. Oh, here we go. Ambulance. Someone's in trouble. Uh, I think it'd be pretty funny if your dad left for a conference with lacrosse sticks, but hey, that's just me. Last night of our trip. We're trying to plan on what to eat before we go out. My friend, whose house we are staying in, suggested fondue. Now, in our group chat, he's been talking about getting fondue for a week now. And I have just been strict, 
no fondue. A, because I don't know what it is. He's like, hey, let's go get fondue and raclette. I'm like, raclette? Am I going to have to bring my sneakers to this restaurant? What the fuck is that? Turns out fondue is essentially a pot that they bring out, like, where they boil cheese. I think another uh, ambulance is coming. Hold on. Yeah, here it comes. Ready? What's going on on this street? That's the real deal ambulance. They sent in the SUV before, but that's that's the real deal one. Anyway, like I was saying, I learned that fondue was just weird melted cheese soup. What? Huh? But, you know... He, it's his house, like, we're staying with him, I guess, like, we'll try it, you know, I'll go for it at least one of the nights, he wanted to do it Friday night, and I already X'd that out, but we go to this place, and now we're in the middle of Vale Village, which already kind of feels like a, um, rich person's, uh, German Epcot Center, like, it's, it's very strange, also, they just had random statues of, like, Native Americans, and I'm like, oh, yeah, look, that's, um, they killed that guy to, for all this land. Isn't that nice? And they put up your statue here? It's like, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, the developer's like, hey, why don't we get a statue of, uh, he runs with whatever. Yeah, and we'll, uh, make people feel less bad about this stolen land we built a ski resort on. <laughs> I don't, the whole place is, like, a little bit of a weird vibe. It's a fun time. Fun, fun place to go during the summer and winter, but I don't know. We're in this place called the Swiss Chalet, and it's it's looks it feels like a German weird like ski Swiss Alps can't like cabin, and I'm not like all the servers are dressed in like lederhosen. And my, my buddy's like, oh, man, why is uh, our server Brett in such a weird move? I'm like, because he's wearing a costume. This is the thing other people get. Like, people our age who didn't work in the service industry, like, don't understand, like, why service industry people might be in a bad mood. It's like you're just constantly being shit on. Like, granted, we're able to turn it around most of the time and put on maybe a happy face. But it's like, especially if you have to wear a fucking costume, like... It's so hard for me. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm I'm dressed like I should be in uh, the. It's a small world right now. I, I I'm sorry if I'm not really writing down that you don't want lettuce on your burger. Okay. Oh man, these people. I had one person like literally tell me it's like <laughs> one person was just like I think everyone our age should work in the service industry. I think that's so important. I've never done it, but I do think it's important. <laughs> At that moment, I'm just thinking, like, you know what? I'm going to spit in your food for them. <laughs> um, but anyway, we're sitting down at this this uh, fondue place. I didn't even know what fondue fucking was. It comes out. There's four of us, right? And it's just you're dipping bread in cheese. What kind of, like, you know what? Like, I, I'm just so perplexed as to why he thought that would be a good meal. Like, what are you doing? Like, we're supposed to be going out to the bars after this, and I have now an entire stomach full of dairy. Like, we're going to literally fumigate every single bar we walk into. 
How am I supposed to talk to any human being while I have just constant stream of methane coming out my ass because I decided to eat half a quarter pound of fucking cheese? Anyway, we sit there, like, you know, small talk, whatever. I'm really not, like, you know, I'm just like, hey, have his day. We wanted to go. It's his place. Fine. Um, enjoy it. Have a good time. Then the bill comes. It is $250 for this raclette, for this fondue. $250 total. Now, people might say this is my main character syndrome, but I had to... Physically st God damn it These fucking people These animals I had to literally stand up Out of my chair And go to the balcony of the restaurant And just kind of stand there and Just Because I was ready To explode Explode I sit back down And I go to my friend And uh He's been going through a lot lately And we wanted to kind of like you know do this for him in a certain way but I was like hey man listen like I love you you know love being with you but um that was so fucked up what you just did to us that was just so wrong on so many levels I don't even know how you can have a move as bad as that by taking us to a $250 fondue restaurant on a boys golf trip. Are you f are you nuts? Are you nuts? I'm yelling on my balcony. I'm a Oh god. I just I like laid into him. Like and it thank god like the two other kids we were with were like laughing cuz like I was like really only like 20% joking. I was so upset and it's like and he's like, "Oh, what, bro? Cuz you just cheap." And I'm like, no, because that was fucking bullshit. That's a ripoff. I had to make my own food. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Rest of the weekend was fun or whatever. My buddy also had to uh, try to eat a girl out underwater um, in a hot tub. So that was also pretty funny. But anyway, all right. That was my rant. I mean, I just, I, I feel like once we have friends, especially guys, it's so hard to like make new ones that we really stick with them no matter what and like there's just I have a couple people in my circle right now who are like you're you're so close to getting cut like you're so close just the actions and the things that you do to me are just so detrimental to the ideal lifestyle I want to lead and it's not like these aren't like these aren't mean people these aren't bad people but it's just you don't have the foresight to think of uh, to think of me when you're like, "Hey, let's go to a fondue restaurant that I've never tried before before we go out to the bars on our final night." Oh, and by the way, it's a little pricey. God damn it. I'm just I'm so upset. All right. Thanks for listening <laughs> to my TED talk, but just I'd say for guys, like I mean for all of us, just no one to say no. I mean, I tried to do my best. I think a lot of situations when you're with a group of people, maybe a group of four or three, you uh, you want to be impartial. You want to be a little bit like Switzerland. You don't want to upset or take sides, be you know, on one friend or another. I'm here to say that's just not the case anymore. Okay, stop. We just survived a global pandemic. Let your opinions be known. 
Go with the right choice. Don't try to appease anybody. Stop that, especially in your friend group, because you know what? They're your friends. They only have you. They have to respect your opinion. They don't have a choice, okay? It's hot girl summer. Stop letting people bring you to fondue restaurants. Stop it. Put your foot down. No more fondue for you. All right. Let's go to your DMs. Thanks again for DMing me uh, for the for the prompts. I know I'm going to try and make these a little bit more uh, you know, easily accessible. But we're going to have some fun ones here. This is from Duke. Duke, he's a, he's a good kid. I know his older sister. I hope you're doing well. All right, my friend would ask me to go see a movie, and I would go because I wanted to see it, and he wouldn't tell me he was meeting his girlfriend, who he wasn't allowed to see by his mom. I mean, that's brutal. Imagine being banned by someone's mom. Like, she must have been a real character. Anyway, so once she got to the movies, when we were in our seats, he would say he's getting popcorn, and he would go meet her in the handicapped bathroom while I was sitting there watching the movie, wondering where he was by the end. Wait, this kid spent the whole movie in the handicapped bathroom just so he could smooch his girlfriend? Oh, my God. What a dick. <laughs> Why do our friends do this to us? I mean, granted, it's a movie. You really don't need him there. But, like, imagine just being, like, turning about to turn to your friend and be like, hey, that was a pretty funny part that... Uh, Look at Adam Sandler. Him and all of his grown-up friends are pretty funny. And then he's just nowhere to be found. <laughs> That's a fucking wild. What's a, what was his excuse by the end? You'd just be like, yeah, man, the line for popcorn was crazy. They ran. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's absolutely wild. Duke, thanks for, uh, thanks for DMing us. That's a great one. Okay. Um, here we go. All right. A lot of people are just saying, how do I leave a voicemail? You, come on. You know how. All right. Samantha. Samantha says, My friends and I went on a grad trip after we just graduated from college. And one night, I was hooking up with a guy in the room where my friend and I were sharing. We were all pretty drunk, and she came up screaming and banging on the door for us to get out of the room. And after we did, she chased him out of the house, and he never talked to me again. Wait, you were on a... But yeah, you're on a grad trip, though. I mean, honestly, like that is such a cock. You can never be the cock block in a in a grad trip situation, especially if it's like a spring break, uh, any sort of trip with your friends. Like, I mean, my friend literally cock blocked me with my own um, uh, gastrointestinal system, which is kind of a, a prolonged. I don't even know how he did that, but yeah, that's a brutal move. I mean, the sloppy drunk is just an absolute terrible time like I respect people who are able to keep it together and be like you know at least functional alcoholics but when you just start like fucking when you really start hampering people's sex lives that's when the hands start to get thrown okay here we go next DM we have Ben Ben was saying I was trying to take the good guy long route with the girl up in Burlington Vermont and had taken her on a couple dates. And then <laughs> Mitch fucked her in the lake at North Beach in front of a few hundred people while the lifeguard was yelling at them through a megaphone to stop having public sex. Well, if you're a listener to the podcast, you know Mitch Maver. And you know that that's just something that's going to happen when you hang out with Mitch Maver. 
I mean, um, I know we're not supposed to use full names, but Mitch is one of uh, is a dear, dear friend of the program. He's a dear friend of mine, and he is uh, what we consider the dark side friend. That's a kid that's uh, gonna bring you to the dark side, no matter where you go, no matter what, and he will act with reckless abandon upon your emotions, your fi- your physical being, and your wallet, no matter where you go. Uh, yep. Ben, thanks for sharing. I appreciate that. I mean, I know that's a tough one to go through. That is so tough. Um, Andrew Andrew Bray, he just said two words, car farter. Yeah, everybody farts in the car, though. I mean, there's always a car farter in the group. Car farter is usually the same guy as a, uh, you know, car farter is usually the same guy as the Oxcord guy, believe it or not. Oxcord Nazi car farter, similarity. All right, Abigail says, My best friend was in a physically abusive relationship for a while, a few years ago. Yeah, okay, well, this is heavy. Her family and I fought for her to get protection, a protection order, so we thought it was over. Shortly after all that, I decided to try shrooms for the first time. Okay, this is a little lighter now. Tripped fucking, all caps, BALLS! And during the peak of it, I overheard a friend talking about seeing my best friend and her ex at a party the night before. I flipped my shit and my trip was ruined. We're still best friends, but I'll never forgive her for ruining my first trip. That's a good one. That's a good story. <laughs> you just lose your mind. It's just like, I'm hallucinating. I can feel him hitting me. <laughs> what if he comes after me now? That's a fucking paranoia that you have to deal with. <laughs> Abigail, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Okay, last one, last one. This is from Danny. Danny says, my quote-unquote friend set me up on a date with a guy who brought me to probably the nicest restaurant in the city only to have, quote, forgotten his wallet. I threw down a a healthy 500 on dinner because he ordered two of everything. Went back to my place for a nightcap, and this dude falls asleep on my couch. My friend later was like, oh, I actually just met him, and now I'm hearing he's been city hopping. Dude legit scammed me out of a lavish meal, then used my apartment as a youth hostel. <laughs> oh, Danny, Danny, Danny. God, I mean, how many, like, ah, oh, that's so brutal. I mean, oh, we were just, I was just talking to another friend about this. Um, this girl I know, uh, she said that she was set up on time with a guy who uh, claimed to be a nomad, like he was sleeping out of his car. He's like, yeah, I've just been traveling around. And then he was like, oh, yeah, where you been going? She's, he's like, random parking lots in Denver. It's like, oh, so you're you're homeless. <laughs> I mean, that's why you can't never. I mean, I'd say as a general rule, never trust your friend to set you up on a blind date. Um, I mean, I think they kind of just want the story out of you, frankly. Okay, that's the end of the episode. Thank you very much for listening. Again, follow me on Instagram at Big Al Flynn for all my upcoming shows in Denver. Um, this is concluding the episode of Transplants. Remember to leave a voicemail if you just have a general question, a story, whatever you got. You will be put on the podcast if it's funny enough. Um, my name is Alec Flynn, and thank you for listening, Senator.